Welcome back to another episode of the Centurions. It's me and Joey as we come back to essentially will be every other week where we review our, this new show that comes out that really caught our interest. That is WandaVision. And by the time I was recording, the first two episodes are out, so we are enjoying it as much as we can. As much as we're able to, considering how it's basically um, keeping its secrets to itself. Yeah, uh, I, this is uh, the first MCU uh, Disney Plus show. It's not. It's not like any of the other Marvel shows that you're probably thinking about. This one's actually at least 100% confirmed to be in the universe. Yeah, yeah. Um, so uh, there's a lot of. Uh, it's super interesting. I mean, I think what it was Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to be first, right? Yeah, it was that one supposed to be first, then it was supposed to be WandaVision. But due to certain situations going yeah. on, uh, WandaVision was it was the first one to come out. Yeah. I mean, they were they were both delayed, right? They were supposed to. Well, no, WandaVision was not delayed, right? Mm, it got pushed back by a month, a month or two. Yeah, um, while yeah, while Falcon and Winter Soldier was supposed to come out last year right mm-hmm. it was, then it was got, around august yeah but then got pushed to mm. this year but yeah uh, uh it's certainly interesting uh i'm uh the format of the show at least in terms of runtime is like 30 minutes each right which is weird yeah it's it, yeah and it's which is weird because mandalorian which is another disney plus show that has become like acclaimed is like an hour long yeah they usually stick to 40 to hour long uh episodes and i mean even comparing to the Netflix Marvel shows, those were also in that mm. sort of area of like prime time, I guess, uh, TV. But here it's sticking to a th- somewhat 30-ish minute format, which I think lends itself to what the whole basis of the show is. And mm. I mean, uh, it definitely seems to be, if you've seen the trailers, it's sort of like kind of spoofing a lot of like old sitcom family show kind yeah, of thing it's all the way back from until the 1960s like leave it to beaver uh dick van dyke and you see a lot of that in the way not only is it the way it's shot but the setting and the the way the sets are made are, are designed mm-hmm, along yeah, with yeah. the way they're talking the, the jokes you know how and also a little bit of their acting in there too yeah yeah it's uh I think you pointed, uh, I, you showed me uh, a clip uh, comparing sort of the, because uh, each episode sort of opens mm-hmm. differently, and I assume it's going to continue as yeah. as the show goes along, and uh, the first episode opens up in a very sort of, uh, you know, like 1950s family sitcom show, like uh, you showed me a clip of, uh, uh, Dick Van Dyke. yeah, of the Dick Van Dyke show where uh, he trips over a chair or whatever, and that's referenced in the first episode uh, in the opening where uh, Vision almost trips over a chair, but he phases through because mm-hmm. he's Vision. Um, but yeah, it's 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 neat. It's kind of neat uh, seeing that kind of stuff. I mean, I don't really have much experience watching all, any of those old stuff besides like uh, the random references, like the Honeymooners or uh, I Love Lucy and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But, but you know, but you know the way they're shot, though. That's the thing we're yeah, yeah. Be talking about. Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, it, it does sort of like harken back to because I think those sh- those early shows were filmed like on sets, obviously. Yeah. Live studio audience. Yeah, usually with a live studio audience, and which apparently I heard they did get a live studio audience for the show. Now was that before uh, <laughs> current events or? <laughs> 
I'm, I I'm gonna I'm gonna assume uh, that might have been before. Yeah. Um. But yeah. Um. Uh. Yeah. They usually sort of had like this three camera format where like there would be three cameras that would catch sort of the different angles, and they sort of keep to that. Um. But they do do use like obviously like modern day uh, ca- uh camera editing techniques like close ups and stuff like that, which you wouldn't often see in those kind of shows. I mean, I will say that they didn't do much close-ups in the first episode. They kept it very straight, you know, Dick, uh, stuff that you, like you would see in Dick Van Dyke and, and Honeymooners kind of stuff. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. It's 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 a it's a it's a it's an interesting uh, uh, format of the how that works, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's especially interesting how it sort of transitions a bit into the second episode because. Uh, just the the aesthetics of the second episode are very sort of uh, I think bewitched is uh, mm-hmm. probably it, the best the, way to describe it. The opening it. was very bewitched. It had a cartoon opening. Yeah, like a very cartoon opening, and uh, obviously I think it even sort of draws in with that because it's obviously them trying to use their powers discreetly. Mm-hmm. Um, and honestly, it kind of makes sense to uh, parody bewitched. <clears throat> Sorry. Um, especially because you know Wanda, the Scarlet Witch. Yeah, she's the witch. Yeah. So. Yeah, I mean, I was gonna say this. Um, each episode, and we're gonna go into a little bit of a little bit of the plot as I talk about this. But each episode sort of formatted to be like a one-off episode of a sitcom. You know, the first episode essentially like it's it's the classic, honey, the boss is coming home is coming to dinner. If I don't get, we don't get this right, I could get fired. Yeah, yeah. Um, <clears throat> and it's uh, it's an interesting setup. Um, obviously, because it, 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 they're trying to keep Vision being a robot a secret, it being mm-hmm. one of them, and obviously uh, as well uh, Wanda's powers. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, you know, he goes to work looking I, like a regular human kind of thing. And I'll say this. The way the story, there, there's aspects of mystery in the story. There's moments where Vision's like, what am I doing here? Like, he doesn't go like, I died. He's like, no, like, what are we, like, what am I doing? Like, he, well, he's at his job. <clears throat> and I, what was the name, what was, what was the name of the building? I can't remember off the top of my head. I, uh, I don't know. It was something computing. Yeah, they were doing like computing processing or something. But, and you know, he gets it done fast because he's basically, you know. He's, he's a robot. He's a goddamn robot. My man can calculate infinity if he could. You know, I'm just kidding. But anyways, like, once he gets the work done, he talks to his coworker, which I want to say is. Uh, I'm not gonna guess the guy's name. I'm just gonna. I thought it was someone, but I'm not. You know what? I'm not gonna go there. Anyways, but he talks to the guys like, "What are we doing?" Here? He's like, "Well, we do this." And like, okay, I get that, but what for? And he continuously talks about stuff like that. Like, what am I doing here? Yeah, and. To and it's even a mystery to Vision himself about like, because there's like a certain because they have a the date mm-hmm. on the calendar circled for something, mm-hmm. and both Wanda and him are like, um, what are we doing today? And it's like, uh, are we we are celebrating something, right? Which causes hijinks because Wanda thinks it's her anniversary. She's gonna make an anniversary dinner for Vision. Meanwhile, Vision knows that it's. I gotta bring the boss. He, he find out. He found yeah. out. To be fair, yeah, he found out from the boss. Like, oh right, I gotta. You're coming home for dinner with your wife. Uh, you know that sort of thing, and uh, obviously it leads to shenanigans in the second half. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a bit of a interesting uh, 
uh, sort of like ad break kind of thing. Yeah, you want to talk? You want to talk about the ad breaks for 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 this episode? Then talk about the next one. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, so the ad I, I didn't realize this until like social media, you know, helped me out and figured out what that whole scene was for. But it, it in between and they said they were gonna do like um in universe like commercial breaks where where like and I'm not saying like okay, let's let's talk about the George Foreman grill and it's the George Foreman grill kind of stuff. Like no, it's like an in universe toaster made by Stark Industries. And one thing that you notice is that, one, it, it, the scene goes on for a little too long. Yeah, it's it's like it's super like weird and ominous. Cause like it's it starts off as a normal commercial, but then it sort of drags on a little where it's sort of like, uh... especially because of the there's a, the the toaster is beeping. Yes, it's beeping like a timer. Right, and throughout the whole show, it's. Throughout the first two episodes, it's mostly just black and white. Yes. And then if you focus on a toaster, it lights up like you know black and white. You know, there's no color. But then when it cuts back to the toaster, it's red. And then I didn't. I was only like, wait, is this some kind of reference? Because I know they mentioned that it's a Stark industry toaster, and I'm like, that's just weird. And then like thanks again, thanks to social media. Usually I try to avoid it for the, whenever that stuff happens. But you know, it said that this is a reference to. Age of Ultron, where Scarlet Witch and Quicksilver were trapped under their under the rubble of their home, and there was a Stark bomb that almost blew up that you know didn't, mm-hmm. and all they noticed was the red beeping, right? Which was like, oh, okay, that's it's a nice tie back. Yeah, yeah, and I think uh, the show will definitely have a lot of those sort of like mm-hmm. around, especially as the set, like because the second episode definitely sets up a lot of sort of like. Like, uh, okay, this is definitely not normal reality. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously, I think uh, 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 it's just a very interesting sort of format. Um, but uh, the first episode uh, definitely sort of, like, sets up, like, you know, kind of like a... And there's obviously weird stuff happening there, too. Oh, yeah. And, like, do you want to talk about the weird scene at the end of the episode? Uh... Yeah, I, I, I think I think that's a solid yeah, okay. thing. So, about, yeah. Well, it's, it also was in the trailer, so. Okay, yeah. So, obviously, everyone knows this from the trailers. It's when Vision and Scarlet Witch are having a dinner with, like, two other guests. And for whatever reason, they're all, um, they start asking questions, like, you know, where are you from? What do you do? Like, why are you, like, what, what made you guys move here? And, you know, they're, they're trying to ask their whole story. And, like, Vision and Wanda can't say anything. Yeah, they sort of like blank out as to uh, we uh, well um, we, we uh, uh um, yeah, yeah, which I think it definitely is you know obviously mm. continuing sort of like throughout the entire episode of sort of like them not exactly knowing mm-hmm. what day it is, what's going on half mm-hmm. the time, and it's like oh we're doing this or whatever. So yeah, it's super interesting uh to see that, and then um. Like just, uh, it starts becoming a bit scary. Yeah, like there's a bit of a horror I- edge to it in terms of uh, just like uh, you keep getting uh, there's a close up angles. Uh, the boss starts to choke on uh, on his food. Yeah, and the his wife, who's I can't I don't know the actress's name, but she's 
she's the mom from that 70s show and i will always see her as the mom from that 70s show yeah <laughs> which is all like okay you already got my attention you got the mom from that 70s show one of my favorite shows as a kid i just uh they should have had the dad as well i mean it'd be funny. <laughs> red foreman yeah red foreman you know i want uh, i want him to stick a foot up somebody's ass i don't blame you <laughs> but uh yeah she um, like the, the, like you've seen from the trailer she's like stop it stop it and this one it drags on a little longer and i swear and credits to her acting it's almost like she starts like crying like she's begging it to stop yeah because at first she's sort of telling him to stop asking questions to them and then he starts choking and, and she goes stop it in, in, in a sort of like a light-hearted way but then you know as the scene continues and he continues to choke it He's Vision saying, looks horrified too. Yeah, like everyone just it looks very sort of uh, mortified as to, oh no, what's what's like could just die. Yeah, and obviously the uh, Vision saves his life. Everything sort of like continues on as like nothing happened. Other than, like Vision's boss is like, you know, that was a good dinner. I want to talk to you about a promotion, proud promotion or whatever. All right, uh, all right. Yeah, are and, we just gonna? And you know it's not brought up. No, and it's it's even weirder because like in the in that set, and also in that scene, that it's Wanda that tells him to do it. It's like Vision, help him. Then she says it in such like a mon- not a monotone voice, but like in a serious tone, where like she's in control kind of stuff. Yeah, it's it is definitely interesting uh, seeing that, and it just sort of like I think obviously sort of foreshadows like um, this is definitely. Uh, gonna be super weird yeah it's gonna be it's gonna be like that show if you guys know if you're marvel fans you've probably seen the show legion i feel like it's gonna be like that but a little toned down not as crazy but it's more like centered around like like the effect that wanda has in terms of warping reality Mm -hmm. because like in that show like everything was like basically every episode was an acid trip right so like (laughs) but no it's I have a theory as to what could be going on, and this this is my knowledge from comics. That we can go, but we we we'll talk about that as later on. But I think that right now we can go on to the second episode, the story structure, which essentially, it's basically a talent show. Yeah, it's like a community like talent show kind of thing. Like different families come up and sort of perform little acts, and it's like a fundraiser to help uh, some organization that helps children. I think. Mm-hmm. Um, no, it's for the school. Oh yeah, right. It's for the school. I forgot. Yeah, and uh, which by the way, no kids <clears throat> anywhere to be seen. Yeah, it's definitely like a super weird uh, thing to talk. A uh, super weird thing about it. Now, I don't, I don't want to say it's like a reference, like how you don't see kids that much, but that's not really true because there's kids in, there's been kids in like shows uh, like like that all the time. That's why they're family shows. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's just kind of like a super like weird thing to be like, oh, we're doing this for the kids. And there's even like a moment after the talent show is done, it's like for the kids, and it's like there's no children here. This is kind of awkward. Yeah. Uh, but uh, yeah, it, yeah. Wanda and Vision are like performing a magic act. You know, he's the magician. She she she's the assistant. Uh, and they sort of like trying to perform like a little uh uh box trick but i mean to be fair before the episode starts yeah like before like the opening the bewitched opening mm-hmm. uh wanda hears some, some noise out, out on the uh like uh, outside of her house yeah and uh 
and I think uh, afterwards he goes outside and she sees a toy helicopter looking thing. Oh yeah, which by the way again everything is. I remember what I said in the last ep- that in the last episode the only thing that you see was red. In this one, the helicopter is red and yellow, and then you you start seeing more color as it goes along. Yeah, yeah, it's super interesting. Uh, like it's a nice. Uh, it obviously sort of like foretells of a. Uh, okay, this is, like, definitely not of this world kind of thing, right? Mm. Like, it's not part of the reality. Um, but, yeah, um, you know, uh, Vision, uh, it's sort of, like, there's, like, sort of, like, two plots. One is, like, uh, Wanda trying to appear normal to this, I think, the head of the, asso- uh, how, uh, like, uh, some sort of homeowner association, mm-hmm. right? I forget her name. Um, Dolly. Dolly, okay. Um and then uh, Vision, his sort of side plot is that he's uh, just sort of hanging out with the guys. And uh, he's a robot, so he can't really eat. So he kind of makes up an excuse. And the, and, and the guys are like, okay, that's that's fine. But they, he does sort of like chew on a piece of gum. He's like, that can't hurt. And he accidentally swallows it. And it, and you kind of have this little funny like little animation where like the gum goes into his circuits and stuff. And it sort of starts clogging him, and he sort of like starts acting weird mm-hmm. because uh, there's, there's there's like organics in his machinery, and it's messing up with him. Mm-hmm. So he sort of like kind of acts a bit drunk. I'm not entirely sure if that's like a reference to anything, but I don't know. It's just I it, mean, there was there was a reference that you mentioned that we talked about earlier that I found out is that, um, and you explained it to me that. At the beginning of the episode, Wanda and Vision, for a reason, are in different beds. Right, And then yeah, you put them together yeah. in one bed. And I was like, that's, that's that's a little weird. And then you told me, like, no, that's kind of the thing they did back in the day. Yeah, it, I, I believe it's part of the Hayes Code. Uh, it was like a film code back in Hollywood. And uh, it didn't get dropped until like the 70s, I think. Where, uh, I think 60s or 70s, where basically... Uh, it's like a basic... It's like a sort of rules of like what how uh, to depict certain things. And uh, uh, couples, uh, married couples, would often have separate beds because you can't have. They couldn't film a man and a woman sharing the same bed because it would imply them banging or something. And we can't have that on. We can't have that uh, be an image that people see, or whatever. Never mind. Yeah, it's it's super weird, and I I do not know if there was actually people back in the fifties who did that. And have separate breads. I feel like it'd be so. It was just a TV thing. Yeah, it feels like it's a TV thing, not like people actually did that kind of thing. But you know, it's just sort of like mm. that kind of thing. Um, but yeah, uh, Vision. Obviously, but it was a nice nod to the. Thing. Yeah, yeah. It's it's uh, they they're sort of like keeping in in touch with that sort of like if we're filming it in this type of era of uh, TV, then you know. It's nice to reference that sort of stuff. So, um, yeah, uh, the, I, yeah. Afterwards, uh, coming back to uh, uh, the, the sort of the plot of the episode, uh, Vision is uh, uh, messed up with uh, the uh, governess circuits, and it's uh, time for the talent show. And he's obviously sort of like walking around very weirdly and trying to act and stuff. But it also means that he's not really thinking straight and sort of, like, lets off, like, some of his abilities, like his flight. 
But uh, Wanda, using her sort of reality warping abilities, is able to like make See, it. Guys, it was just all part of the. Yeah, he's not flying. There's a rope right there, and it's like, oh, the, the rope's there, guys. I didn't see it before, or whatever. And it's like he's picking up this giant piano. It's mm. like it's not a giant. It's not. He's not picking up it's the an piano. Optical illusion. Yeah, it's an optical illusion. It's just a piece of cardboard. Mm-hmm. Even though it's kind of funny because, like, uh, I think I guess one of the guys that had organized it was like, "That's my grandmother's piano." How does that happen? <laughs> he has the best lines. Yeah, I mean, uh, before we continue on that, we got to talk about the some of the casting that uh, oh, I can't remember her name, but she's kind of the funniest one. It's uh, I got it right here, Catherine Han. Is she the uh, next door neighbor? She's the next door neighbor. Right. Yeah. 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 She's the she's she's the one making all the weird jokes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And she's kind of like, hitting on every guy. Oh, okay. Yeah. I I didn't know it was a hitting on guys part, but yeah, it definitely seemed like she sort of. So you didn't see her looking at the male guy's ass? Oh no, I did not. I just sort of like they were just talking to each other. And it's like they yeah uh, trying to she was trying to make jokes and mm-hmm. stuff. I didn't notice that part, but yeah, it is a bit interesting. Uh, just seeing that there's like various characters. Uh, I'm assuming they're all going to be like around. Mm-hmm. In like these continuing episodes, but filling out like different sitcom roles, mm-hmm. I'm gonna assume. Yeah. So that's mm-hmm. kind of like an interesting sort of like mm-hmm. uh, view of I don't know, maybe just seeing how their characters shift around. One thing you forgot to mention is that they're so that someone's clearly trying to contact, you know, Wanda. Right. There was a scene in which Wanda's getting calls. From a radio, and it's more of like people realizing this is this is her probably reality warping the situation because as soon as that went away, so someone was asking like who are you like what am I what's going on and then she after that whole situation with the radio she's like what happened oh I cut myself and the blood is red red yeah I re- I completely forgot about that because I I think I yeah yeah because she's talking to Dolly right and yeah. she's like like sort of like uh questioning her mm-hmm. and she's like i don't believe you and then like the radio starts right mm-hmm. she's losing her grip yeah mm-hmm. and it's sort of like the the message is like wanda where are you who's doing this to you right mm-hmm. kind of thing and then it stops yeah yeah I could, yeah that definitely again sort of leads into sort of the uh everything is not what it seems to be in this show mm-hmm. right like there's clearly more to what is happening yeah, and I'm pretty sure as we go along, we'll find out what else happened. But uh, you know, once once that the whole situation is solved from the little um, oh, we forgot about talk about Monica Rambo. She's in this set too. Wait, is she? Yeah, it's that lady who's who took a while to answer the. Yeah. Oh. That's Monica. Okay, that's interesting. I thought she was gonna be like. Introduce later? Yeah. No, dude, that's her. Oh, alright. Yeah, I, I guess because I'm thinking, I'm thinking of her character in like Captain Marvel when she was a kid. Yeah. Uh, you and forgot I guess, that she aged up. Yeah, I obviously forget. Yeah, she obviously ages up, and I just forgot what the actress looked like. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, that's just a. Yeah, yeah, no, that's definitely on me. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, no, that's actually interesting that she's also a part of the reality. Mm hmm. And she's probably the one that's already trying to break through because, like, she's already having issues from the get-go. Because remember, when she starts talking to Wanda, she's like, I'm, uh, 
like it takes her a while to answer. Yeah, she's like, I don't know what I'm doing here. Well, that's later on from the trailers. Yeah, okay. All right, that makes sense. Yeah. But, um, yeah, no, everything seems fucking dory. And again, this is where you keep, this is where, like, going back to what you said, they, they keep talking about it's for the children. And yet, like, we don't see children until, well, we don't see, see children, but we see, like, you know, Wanda developing, you know, the baby the, bump. Baby bump. And, like, well, like, whoa, wait, what? Yeah, yeah. It's, uh,. Yeah, as it turns out, magically, uh, Wanda is pregnant. Uh, we don't see them do anything. It sort of just like happens suddenly. Well, remember in the beginning of the episode, they go under. They both go under the sheets together. Oh, right. right, right. Yeah. Well, I mean, he's a robot. Yeah, he's a robot. It's it's magic. Magic. I'll talk about that in a minute. Uh yeah, I mean it's a thing in the comics. It's a thing in the comics. Yeah, but it's uh, a lot more complicated in the comics actually. Yeah, but uh, yeah, but that's not even where the episode ends because uh, you know um, they go out to hear more of that noise happening and they think it's the tree or whatever, but it's not. Mm. Uh, they go outside and they see some man coming out of a sewer uh, drain, mm-hmm. like the the mm-hmm. like in a beehive looking thing. Yeah, he's in like a beehive looking suit. He's like. It looks like there's actually bees around him. Mm-hmm. You don't see his face, but you see a little bit of his face, but you don't see like the like his full yeah. It's, it's all like him. He's in in the shadows, and like Wanda's like no, no. and then it just sort of rewinds VHS tape style. Yeah, rewinds back to that moment where they were talking about the baby, and then that's where the episode ends. Yeah. And I think we didn't mention this in either when we were talking about, but they established that Sword is involved. Yeah. Which is a... It's like S.H.I.E.L.D., but they handle more intergalactic stuff. So that's probably what's going on, you know. And the guy, the beekeeper guy, has a sword logo on his back. Yeah, and the helicopter, the toy helicopter had a sword logo on it. So they're trying to reach out to, uh, to Wanda. That's what we can tell. Yeah, yeah, so... By the way, we forgot to talk about the the other commercial break. Right, yeah, yeah, the other commercial break. And which, by the way, I don't think you noticed this, but the people doing the commercials are the same ones from the first one. Mm, yeah, yeah, no, I it, didn't notice yeah, that. Yeah, because in the first one, it's, you know, it's this guy talking to his lady, talking about a toaster. Yeah. And then they brought him back as their husband and wife, where they were talking about this watch, the mm-hmm. Von Strucker watch. And it's clearly, you know, a watch... With the Hydra logo on it. Mm, yeah. Yeah. And, you know, there's a speculation going around about the time. It's a 242. We'll talk about that in a minute because, again, you know, people are speculating. Right. But essentially, that is the. That, that's how you know that this show is going to get held <clears throat> into, like, Wanda's path. Like, she's the main center of the show. Yeah. Yeah. Aside from that, you know, we don't know where it could go. All we know is that this is about to get trippy as heck. Because it, you forgot to mention, everything went to color. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Because it's yeah. When she rewinds, uh, when it rewinds back to the moment, everything starts to get color, and like uh, I think signifying sort of like you know, sort of the transition. I think doesn't everything go like widescreen as well? Because the entire like first two episodes are in like a standard like mm-hmm. or like a standard definition like a four by three format. I think it also got a little bit longer by the second episode. A little bit, yeah. 
Um, but yeah, yeah, I I could have sworn like the like it uh it expands the screen like the 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 format of the of the show. I if could... that's the case, that's like a huge attention to detail. I'm kind of looking it up right now on my phone. See if that was a, if that was the case because that would be interesting. I mean, I could be wrong, but uh, I don't know. It, it, I think it might make sense, but then again, I'm not entirely sure. No, I, I you just keep talking. I'm having it right here. Okay, but yeah, uh, it's it's super interesting because now color is in their world now. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, like. I guess whenever stuff, it might make it either more difficult for maybe Wanda to know what stuff is reality and not reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, uh, yeah, just a really bizarre uh, uh, stuff happening in the show. To answer your question, no, it did not. Okay, but the end credit scenes are a longer one. That's probably what you were thinking. That right? Yeah. Yeah. No. Um. My thing, here's my thought process, right? That the moment of color, and this is me just like thinking like, you know, as an artist, you know what I mean when there's color and, you know, stuff like that, you know, when there's color, usually people think it's colorful, there's more vibrant, it's more lifelike, it's more, you know, uplifting. Yeah. This probably means that she was able to bring back or fully bring back vision in the real world, in her mind. Because situation, because this is all her, either coming to grips with losing her husband. Yeah, I think that's sort of. Uh... That's, I know, I know that's like the main idea of it, but whatever is the reason for it, it's the reason why everything has to be pitch perfect. But unknowingly, she has caught a lot of people in the blast of it, and we all. I know that's a lot of people are saying, but like, here's my thing. Because in the comics, what happened was Vision and Wanda did eventually like go off and to have like um, their own suburban life. They did they did their own little fun stuff, and they were able to produce life. You know, their sons who would become Wiccan and Speed. You know, magic. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And <clears throat> so eventually, what happened was we find out that it wasn't just because of their magic, but also because of the influence of Mephisto. You know, they're in Universe Devil, or one of the devils, I guess. And he took their souls and, you know, brought them back. Because apparently they were part of his soul or whatever. Then, you know, he just took them back or whatever. And eventually it would lead to, you know, Wanda going out, kind of like to look for it. And, you know, people were just blocking out the memory of her having kids. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Now, if that is the case, because remember, she's supposed to be coming through. Well, because remember, there's this conversation about. You know, Wanda being in Doctor Strange. What if whatever is the reason of whatever is the reason this show ends with Vision dying again, and her and whoever caused her to make the kids takes them, and now she's got to go off of Doctor Strange to go find her kids. I mean, that would be super interesting uh, uh, format. Um. Because I know I do know uh, obviously the whole thing with uh, uh, Wanda is that she she does like sort of mm-hmm. you know obviously they make their kids through like magic and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it would be kind of interesting because 
obviously in the in the lore of the MCU, Vision is dead, Wanda is, was brought back, and uh, yeah, we don't really know what uh, what happens with her. I mean, we know that uh, Clint is sort of like help at least telling her that you know, consoling her after you know she uh, realizing that Vision didn't come back along with the rest of them and stuff. So yeah, like it is interesting um to see that like that could be the potential outcome of uh what happened after game endgame because technically this is the first piece of media like set after endgame from the mcu um so who knows i mean i do want to i do think about like the the rumor of what like uh quicksilver yeah like because wasn't it rumored that his uh, the actor uh, Aaron Taylor Johnson was going to be is. in the show? And you know what's weird? I just, having to look up to make sure I knew the actress's name for that scene. I find out that Evan Peters is gonna, is listed as the cast, who played Quicksilver in the X Men movies. Mm, that's interesting. Which, uh, if he does come back as as their Quicksilver, I'm gonna be a little myth, man. <laughs> I mean, I don't know. Uh, you know, that'd be kind of interesting. Yeah. Like, who knows? Maybe they might make a in the universe joke about them being both Quicksilver. I don't know. Well, I'm saying like if he's in there to replace. Oh, to replace him, Aaron Taylor Johnson. Mm. I'm gonna be a little myth. Yeah, like, I mean, I don't know. Like, it's it's a bit interesting. I mean, I don't know. Quicksilver has never been like one of my favorite like uh, mutant characters. But, uh, I think, uh, I don't know, I think a lot of people just were sort of more, like, impressed with, uh, uh, the, the X-Men. Well, like, that's because they made them Flash. I mean, yeah, uh, in the movies, yeah, they definitely did do, like, a lot to just, like, in- emphasize his speedster, uh, powers mm-hmm. in, like, the first two, uh, mm-hmm. in his first two appearances, what was it, Days of Future's Past and, uh, Apocalypse? Yeah. But in then uh, Dark Phoenix, he obviously gets missed pretty bad, uh, yeah. and obviously uh, Quicksilver in the MCU. Uh, I think it it kind of sucks for him because he didn't really have much to develop, right? Yeah, like he, he like he was essentially just set up to be the uh, the guy that just dies. Yeah, which I mean again sucks, but uh, part of it probably did have to do with the fact that. Uh, a lot of Quicksilver's sort of more well-known stories are sort of tied up with the X-Men, and mm-hmm. since at the time Marvel Studios did not have the rights for the X-Men, they sort of were like, "Well, uh, we're gonna probably have to uh, just kill off Quicksilver because Wanda and Vision definitely have the more stories that we can use mm-hmm. for for our uh, cinematic universe than just having Quicksilver around." All I'm saying is that Aaron Taylor Johnson, you know, he's not that bad of an actor. He could have pulled it off. I mean, you know, maybe if they do decide to bring him back and actually maybe potentially have Quicksilver, like, legit back as a character. Oh, I mean, there's also been reports that he's in. He's probably in there. But here's my thing. What if Evan Peters... There's also another rumor. What if Evan Peters' character is Mephisto? I mean, that could be interesting. Right? Yeah. That would be crazy. I mean, well, yeah, like... Try to go with, 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 with Mephisto. I mean, yeah, I mean, uh, it's kind of all up in the air at this point. By the way, um, there's another actor that apparently was, was listed in the cast. 
David Spade. Not David Spade. Uh, <laughs> David Spade. <laughs> wrong guy. Uh, James Spade. Boom, baby. Oh, James Spade, uh, as in the voice of Ultron. Yeah. Right? That uh, could potentially be interesting, right? Yeah. I mean, I don't know if we'll get, like, full Ultron. No, it's just Dave Spader as himself. <laughs> like, walking in, he's like, Vision, my son. Yeah. Well, Why it, did you marry this witch? Yeah, it'd be, that'd be kind of weird. But, uh, I mean, again, the show is already super weird, so, I mean, uh, I think anything's possible. Mm-hmm. But it, it'd be kind of, like, a, I guess, a funny way of, like, portraying uh, Vision's relationship with Ultron. But, but yeah. Um, or you can be a flashback or something. Who knows? Or maybe it's like a voice in Wanda's head of mm-hmm. like, uh, like again, maybe you know, just influence mm-hmm. her or something. I don't know. There's a there's a lot left open in the show, mm-hmm. right? Like, there's just a lot of uh, places this show can probably go. Mm-hmm. I think uh, the one you mentioned earlier has a lot of uh, with with Mephisto and maybe leading into. Uh, as a good way to lead into uh, Doctor Strange. I think that's kind of... Well, I mean, there's a lot of, like, in-universe, like, Marvel stories where... I mean, that, that's because that's what the thing that happens in, in the comics. When she finds out that she had sons, it, it kind of, like, led into... I'm probably getting it all mixed up, but it eventually led into the whole House of M situation. Yeah, yeah, isn't that, like... Uh... Where she's, like, no more mutants, and, you know, some people are saying, like, you know, this is probably our way of getting the mutants in, which... I feel like would be cool, but you, uh, you know. Yeah, yeah, no. I feel uh, like a lot of mute stuff you got to set up next. Yeah, especially considering how there isn't really a whole lot of like mutant stuff that has been announced, mm-hmm. uh, other than I guess maybe Deadpool three. Yeah, but even then, like that's probably gonna be he, more. He's sort kind of, of, he's always been kind of like mutant adjacent. Yeah, never really sort of like. But, like, I'm not saying he's not part of the X-Men or whatever, but he's, like, usually he's either is a mutant or he isn't a mutant. Yeah, either he, he's born as a mutant or something, right? Or, yeah. Or he just gets mutant powers by accident. Yeah. That's what it usually happens. Although, I will say, um, as a nod to, like, a lot of the comic stuff that I've, that I've read, this is very much like um, Tom King's Vision, where basically it's Vision... And this other synthoid family, because he has another family with a wife and kids, trying to live a normal life in the suburbs, but they're trying to, that's like, they can't be normal. Right. And if you read that, it's kind of also cool and tragic and kind of like sad. Mm -hmm. I'm wondering, and they continuously mention, yeah, we're getting most of our stuff from this book, which I, which by the way, I already already recommend you guys go out and read it. It was, it's an amazing read. So you so going into that, knowing how the book goes, seeing how this the show's going, it's probably not gonna end in a good way. I mean yeah, I mean I think uh that makes a lot of sense. People die in that book. Mm. Yeah, but uh it def- I, I definitely do think uh where the show might end up going is obviously sort of like I don't know, maybe Wanda has essentially sort of just created a sort of like I don't know, um uh, area of influence around her and maybe this uh, small suburban neighborhood mm-hmm. and uh you know maybe like you said like swords involved maybe they're the ones trying to be like all right we got to get in here she's turning the fucking shit up mm-hmm. you know we gotta make sure we can get her out of there and stuff like that you know so 
Yeah, I think that could be interesting. I think Monica Rambo is definitely going to be maybe. I think you're right. She might be the first person to like wake up and be like, "Oh, this isn't reality. I got to get out of here." Yeah. And we'll see, because I, I can already tell there's going to be at least that one episode where we're all seeing it from the perspective of sword agents. Yeah, I definitely think so. Especially uh, considering how like the, the trailers have been shot, there's definitely going to be a moment where we sort of see what real life is looking like, mm-hmm. and sort of understanding, like getting at least a slight picture as to what's going on with Wanda from mm-hmm. the outside. Yeah. Uh, also, apparently, uh, people were saying that because the watch stopped at two forty-two, which is a re- which uh, I think they're refer- referencing. Avengers 242, which has, it has nothing to do with Vengeance, but it was also the introduction of the Beyonder, the 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 bad guy. Well, not the bad guy, but the guy mostly involved within Secret Wars, and they're like, oh, they're setting up Secret Wars, and I'm, and personally, I feel like no, you just let's not do that. You think it's too early for that? It's too early for that. That the Secret Wars has to be like the end all be all for Marvel, because that is their biggest event. Mm-hmm. That is that is the one that got them to start events. It is their most well-known event. It's their most famous one. You, you, I mean, like, you can't you can't start off the game with like your big weapon. No, you you win you win you breeze through the game and not enjoy as much. You gotta work your way to that weapon. I guess, yeah, yeah. It's sort of uh, I, I think a, a lot of people. Would, would it be fun if Cloud had the ultimate weapon at the beginning of the game? If it's a new game plus, yeah. Uh, but yeah i definitely understand what you mean by that Mm -hmm. um in terms of uh it i think a lot of people just sort of see that as like oh that's our next big plot line we gotta get we we need to like you know get it set up somehow Mm -hmm. but to her when you look at like you know the first phase of the mcu um we didn't get like a thanos season until the avengers Mm -hmm. and we were slowly like we only knew about, like we didn't even know which things were Infinity Stones until, uh, the Tesseract was sort of like mm-hmm. kind of like seen as, oh, this is you know, uh, like this is being set up as like, uh, our, it's our, our MacGuffin, our big MacGuffin for a good chunk of these movies, and then it's like, oh, this is the Space Stone, you know, mm-hmm. and for a lot of people who read the comics, it was like, oh, that's the Cosmic Cube, and then we're like, oh wait, no, it houses the Space Stone. That makes sense for this universe, yeah. And so, like, I mean, like, yeah, because this is we can't just in Secret Wars has to be developed in a way that it's gonna take a lot longer, yeah, yeah. I mean, I'll say this I am loving the show, yeah, it's like super quirky and weird, it's just fun. I can't, I laughed. Yeah, like it, 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 you know, like we talk about how like kind of creepy it is, but but at the same time, like the the fact that it it is sort of taking influence from like old sitcom shows, it does actually it's get done great. It does, yeah, it does do a good enough job of a uh, of uh getting that sort of like I guess comedy mm-hmm. edge to it. But and again, I think that's good because it sort of uh mm-hmm. sort of. Uh, what is it? Um, what's the word? Counter uh, juxtaposes. Yeah. It juxtaposes when the show does get creepy and weird and mm-hmm. maybe a, a bit horror tinged. Mm-hmm. So, which you know, it's it's solid, right? It, it keep that that comedy and that sort of like, oh, this is like a normal sitcom show, but then it's not. You know, you know what probably would work better if we were just given the whole set already. 
Oh, all the episodes? Yeah. I mean, I, I definitely understand that I uh, uh, that sort of thing, but I'm guessing just seeing how The Mandalorian was released and how mm. successful it has been doing that. Uh, Which this, I'm not against. I'm not against doing the, the weekly thing. No, I'm not against it either. Like, I, I mean, this is... I, obviously, I think our viewing uh, habits when it comes to, like, online streaming video is slightly different. Like, I don't binge as much. Uh, you... I'm I'm pretty sure I think you've mentioned binging as soon as like a new when the Marvel Netflix shows are out you would binge them all in a night and I'd be like you animal <laughs> like I can't do that I like the only times I've ever been able to binge watch shows is when I'm doing something else and you and, can have it safely in the background and I and I can have it safely in the background and I don't have to pay attention to what's on the screen I can listen to it like I binge it's always sunny in Philadelphia like that way because. A lot of the jokes are are mostly sort of like uh, in the writing. There's obviously visual jokes that sometimes happen, but for the most part, it's the execution. It's yeah, it's the execution, and I would just like listen to that while I'm doing my laundry and stuff back in college, uh, and I kind of been doing that as well with other shows like Master Chef and Hell's Kitchen. I would just have that in the background, listen to Gordon Ramsay scream about the lamb sauce. Uh, but when it comes to like something like WandaVision or the Mandalorian or any other of these shows that have a heavy story uh, base to mm-hmm. them, I can't just like sit down and watch these continuously. I'm like, I need to do something. And, I, and if I do something, I'm going to miss out on what's happening in the story of the show. Mm-hmm. So that's why I usually, that's why I do prefer uh, this weekly stuff of like, well, well I'm it. saying like, I wish they kind of released more because it starts off in such a way where, like, okay, I want to know more. Well, I mean, that's. I think that's also part of the strategy of like, I want to know more. It's like I think it's like that, re, uh, like that meme image of uh, that guy from The Big Bang Theory. Yeah. Like I, like I, there's I, I, there's more questions I need to ask or something like that. Yeah, like, like I don't need really sleep. I need answers. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't need sleep. I need answers. Yeah. Yeah. The, yeah no, that's that's basically. I'm like, I'm not saying I didn't. I feel like. I'm not against the whole weekly thing because it works out for me too. You know, I have something to look forward to every Friday now. But man, it would have been so good just to know where this is going because it starts. It it's it for me. It starts off at a slow enough pace where you can keep watching, and it and it still keeps you keeps you intrigued. At the end of each episode, it makes you go like, okay, I need to know what happened next. What's going on? Honestly, the weirdest thing now I think about the show. Mm-hmm. Is that Wanda doesn't have her uh, her Sokovian accent? Oh, uh, they just they just dropped that in. They just, if wait. you go back to Infinity War, they dropped it. <laughs> they ha- did they really? Yeah. I feel like she still had like a slight accent. Yeah, I think she did have like a, but she it wasn't like thick. It wasn't like you know as like like thick and like slightly funny as it was in Age of Ultron mm-hmm. or or Civil War. But I think they've slowly been sort of like dialing it back. The, the the accent was a little better with Aaron James Austin. Yeah, I, I don't know. I guess it, it, for for Elizabeth Olsen, she she had like a rough time trying mm-hmm. to get it right. And I think part of the reason, and I, I, I don't want to say it's like part of the reason is just like ah screw it, she never had an accent to begin with or whatever. Mm-hmm. Or in this show, I think it's more sort of like it'd be super weird if I had an accent in this sort of U.S. based sitcom show. I have to have a nice, normal American accent. Mm-hmm. 
you know? So, Catherine Hahn, right? Yes. Her character's name is Agnes. Mm-hmm. I have a theory. Okay. Because she keeps talking about her husband, who we never see. Either her husband is, like, outside of the ring of whatever, or dome or whatever Wanda's put up, or it's Mephisto. I I'm mean, just throwing Mephisto out there. <laughs> I mean, because so many people were expecting it. I'm not gonna be upset if you don't use Mephisto. I'll be honest with that. I mean, I'm gonna. I mean, I'm fine with the Mephisto theory or whatever. Mm-hmm. But I feel like as we move along, you're just gonna be like, "No, that guy's Mephisto. I see it. No, wait, no, you're Mephisto. Maybe I was Mephisto all along. You know, I feel like that's gonna be you by the end if we don't get a Mephisto. I'm gonna. It's gonna be another uh, always sunny uh, reference. It's gonna be me with Pepe Sylvia. It's, it's like, like it's, this it's, whole box. It's, Charlie Sheen. It's, it's like Charlie with Mephisto. This whole box is Mephisto. <laughs> I go to Wanda and it's like Wanda. Wanda doesn't know what here. Yeah, but uh, yeah, no, that's the first two episodes of. Uh, is that all? Is that's that all? That's all. Yeah. I think that's everything we can talk about. We we didn't go as much spoiler as we wanted to. I, no, I feel. no, I I feel like some of the spoiler stuff is a bit more like subdued like a lot of the end credits stuff great it's not end credits it's like right before the credits start mm-hmm. there's very sort of flashes of like like more sort of like this is probably reality most mm-hmm. likely um but those aren't like they're not necessarily like i think as interesting as uh it's a very straightforward show yeah i don't think it's as interesting, so far yeah i don't think it's as interesting as de- deba- speculating on what is going on mm-hmm. kind of thing and like yeah, I, I, I'll be honest it, this is a lot of people were hyped for this show because it was a lot of people feel that Marvel needs to do something to reinvent itself it can't be the same thing over and over again and seeing how well this show has done not only from what I've seen on social media but from what I've experienced myself this is this is, a, this is what Marvel needs it's, ex, it's, it's experimenting in the right way yeah, TV show. yeah, I definitely do agree with that. Like, I feel like I always assume that like the the MCU TV sh- uh, shows on Disney Plus were gonna be a bit more like out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, I, I think uh, I think the most granted one was probably gonna be Winter, uh, Falcon and Winter Soldier, just because that sort of seems like it's gonna be continuing mm-hmm. uh, plot points from the movies. Mm-hmm. But th- some of these other ones seem like uh, do seem to be like more different takes. Obviously, we're getting something like stuff like Moon Knight. That's gonna be She Hulk. Yeah, She Hulk. What if? What Miss if? Marvel. Miss Marvel. All that stuff. Like that, that. I feel like it's a lot more like Marvel can experiment and like do different things mm-hmm. uh, with that. And WandaVision clearly is sort of like leading that charge of like let's just do something super weird. But that we that, and I'm pretty that that probably like movie audiences probably would be like wouldn't be on board with. But for as a movie, as a movie on its own. But like maybe like. Uh, like as a series, like mm-hmm. on Disney Plus. Do we know how many episodes this is gonna be? It's nine episodes. It's nine episodes. Okay. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna have to figure out how to structure this as the weeks come by. Because I don't. I mean, I don't mind doing this every week, but it's like I, I at least want to get another uh, talk about something else. I mean, I could maybe see if it's nine episodes. Um, I can maybe see them having released the first two mm-hmm. as like the opener. Release that they would probably be releasing the next. Mm-hmm. I want to say five episodes. Yeah, like a lot of the like episodes individually mm. because they are again like around thirty minutes. They're not that long. No, but I could see the last episode being 
at least an hour long. I've, I would say the last two episodes. Okay. <laughs> but, but, but yeah, uh, it's going to be interesting. Especially since Paul Bendy has said that the last two episodes are like, the well, like they're, they're the ones that are going to really tie it all up together. Mm, okay. So that's why I say I can see the last two episodes being maybe probably an hour long. Okay. But yeah, no, it's going to be interesting looking at the mm-hmm. show. Yeah. No, it's it's. I think it's the right step that they need to do with this show, because it's it's allowing. It, it's kind of the, it's one of the reasons why we kind of really love some of the it has involves. It involves sorry. It involves some of the aspects that we love about some of the Netflix shows that some were able to land better than others. It's that they're yeah they're superhero shows, but they're also a little bit of this extra stuff that you don't have time to do for a movie, like Daredevil. It had a little bit of the lawyer stuff, but it also dealt with more like. This this guy who clearly you know has a lot of problems, right? And he you know he's still got to kick ass, and he but he can get his ass whooped so many times, right? Holy shit! So what would you give the what would your ratings be for the first for these two episodes? Uh, I think they're all like a solid. I think both episodes are probably a solid eight. Yeah, I was gonna say eight too. Yeah, both of them I think are at eight. Just because they're like they are interesting, they are funny, and uh. They definitely have their moments of like, okay, this is super weird. I need to, I, 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 you know, I need to know what's going on here. Yeah, no, like the fact that we can get a little bit of horror in there, and not like blood and gore, but like, like existential kind of horror, right? Yeah, because, because, like, just, just seeing um, the the mom from that Disney show go like, stop it, stop it, stop it. Yeah, but smiling at Wanda, it's just like, stop it, stop it. Stop it! Stop it! And like Jesus Christ, come on! Oh God! So like you can see it in our eyes. She's banging to just to, not to die, but like just to end it. Yeah, it's super interesting. Yeah, I think I think they're gonna play into that a lot more. Hopefully, I think that would be that would make it like so much more interesting. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I, honestly, I I am actually uh uh really wondering what the next episode is gonna be. Yeah. Uh, do you think it's gonna pull a Mandalorian season two on us? Where all like the first few episodes were all like very solid, and then it just starts like hitting, like going running, and we just start like every episode's a banger after each. Who knows? Um, I guess I think part of it might have to do with what type of show they are parroting, because mm-hmm. uh, yeah, I don't we're, know. We're gonna get the Brady Bunch at one point. I mean, it'd be shocking if we don't get a Brady Brunch like styled episode. I mean, that'd be weird. I'm waiting on the the episode that's very much like Full House. Uh, I hope to expect a Fresh Prince of Bel Air style episode <laughs> where uh, uh, Will Smith just randomly shows up. No, that'd be too close. Yeah, that'd but, be too weird. That's his contribution to the MCU. He just shows up as the Fresh Prince of Bel Air. Uh, but yeah, no, I think that's it. That's it. That's all I got for now. So thank you guys for taking a listen to us. You can follow us, as you guys already know, on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at the Kissing Experience. If you go on Instagram, you'll find the link tree that will send you to all of our podcasting sites that we are officially part of, as Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Jazzbox, Pandora, Spotify, all that good stuff. And we are also on YouTube, so you can get at least a good look at how you know put a, put a put a face to the voice kind of stuff where we do our video episodes for the, all you guys who are just, maybe just want to be audio listeners. You can do that too. Maybe you know, want to see how we look we're on YouTube. So you can comment, like, and subscribe, hit the bell icon, all that good stuff. You already know how YouTube works. You know, help us out over there too. 
and we also have a Patreon where you can help us out with any projects that we want to do. You know, it just it's a good way for us to you know know how we're doing, and if we want to do something crazy, we know we we have your support. And yeah, that's about it. WandaVision. Oh wow! Imagine Winter Soldier, the, the Falcon Winter Soldier. Yeah, I feel like it's like I said, I feel like it's gonna be more sort of more of like maybe standard MCU. I, I feel like that leaving a little more to like the stuff that would you that made Cap two so good. Yeah, I the also thriller. yeah, I think that that also might work as well. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, guys, we'll see you guys in the next one, uh, and hopefully we'll talk more about WandaVision as we come along. Have a good one. Peace.